I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and it's time to get wealthy. You're going to learn exactly what you need to do to turn your income into wealth and achieve the level of success that you desire and that you deserve. So did you get that college degree thinking that it was gonna lead you to that six-figure income and financial success? Maybe you got that first job and you worked really hard and you thought you were gonna get that tap on the shoulder and that it would lead you to promotions and higher income. Here's what I want you to know. After coaching thousands of people, here's what you need to do. You've got to take ownership of your success. Staying in a job too long and settling for that 2% increase every year is not going to lead you to the financial promised land. What you need to learn how to do is make the shift from earner to owner, and that's exactly what you're gonna learn how to do. So the three things they don't want you to know about what it means to achieve financial success is that you have to know your worth. You can't settle for what someone is going to give you. You've got to take ownership and be prepared to make some smart money moves. You've got to own and not rent your future. You can't wait to buy that first house or start investing in your 401k. You've got to start making moves that, and last but not least, are going to increase your net worth. And when you do that, you're going to make better financial decisions. And that's exactly why I'm excited to be having this conversation with Charity Davis. She did the exact steps that I'm sharing with you today, and she was able to increase her income and begin her journey to wealth. And so I'm really, really excited to have Charity join us today. Hello, Charity. Hello. Well, it's exciting. I'm excited to have you here. But for our audience, just tell them just a little bit about yourself, your background, where you grew up and, and what some of your aspirations have been. So I am born and raised in a small town in Kansas called Hillsboro. And um, I had aspirations of, I think like many, going to college, earning a, a good living to take care of my family. I ended up um, having a child at 18, but I decided I my talk with my parents is that I still want to go to college. I still want to do these things. And they supported me 100%. So I went to college. I had a degree in business, uh, emphasis on entrepreneurship and minor in business management. And then I graduated and needed a job. So I didn't start my business like I thought I was going to at that time and ended up in the securities business and um, wanted to find uh, mentors in that, in that realm. And so oddly enough, I was looking in the Essence magazine and lo and behold, there was Deborah Owens featured in the Essence magazine. And I said, hey, wait a minute, this woman went through this industry just like I did. Let me call her. And you joke, you and I joke and say that um, I stopped you, which I did. And I found you and you, I remember I was pulling in the gas station when I called and you said, 
you know what, give me a call tomorrow at 12 o'clock. And I was like, absolutely. And then I was thinking, oh my goodness, she's, I'm on central time and she's on Eastern time. Which one? I, I, I believe she means 12 her time. So the next day I called you, we talked, you, we found out it was all Providence. We entered into the business the same way. From that day, you have been my mentor to navigate through the business, navigate through life and uh, talked real with me. And I appreciate that. Uh, I'm so glad, Charity, that you shared with them how we met and the, the fact that you reached out and you said you were reading my book, A Person of Your Own, and you said, wow, she started out as, as a registered sales assistant, too. So I want to begin by talking about, uh, you know, in some of our earlier conversations, if you will, uh, around your career. Uh, you weren't making much money at the time, and uh, you really had to, I kind of challenged you around the things that you had to do. So let's start with specifically how you were thinking and what you had to what beliefs did you have to change in order to make changes in your career and the amount of income that you were earning? Okay. That first thing we talked about, I started off, actually, I was a receptionist. And so I was making, you know, above minimum wage, but not much. And uh, you talked a lot about, you know, you need to study and, and get the licenses so that that can help you be to help increase your salary. That was one thing. And I just also want to say um, you you always, always pointed me in the direction of um, I used to. Well, the people say knowledge is power and you always say knowledge correctly applied is actually power. So you helped me to apply the knowledge that I had and do it correctly and very strategically. And I think um, when you talk about knowing your worth and changing the mindset, you, you really did help me uh, boost in confidence. I think confidence is one thing that helps us achieve our goals. If we believe we can do it, uh, then we'll start seeing the achievement. And so um, you gave me the confidence to say, yes, there isn't anyone that looks like you in your industry. That's okay. I was there. And you were for me that that mentor to, to, to show me that it is possible. If, if Mrs. Owens can do it, if she can make it through this industry, so can I. And so I kind of used, you're right, your book. I, um, read, I read it intently and, and what can I apply? What can I apply correctly to my life that's applicable to my season that I'm in right now? And I think that um, definitely knowing, knowing that I can, putting in the work to study, to um, a, if you fall down, you get back up and you keep trying. I think that was paramount for me. You um, give me the confidence, confidence to know that even if no one looks like you, it's all right. You're going to make it through. And um, I appreciate that. I love that. I love that you focused on, you know, where it all started. Right. And so much. And that's what I want everybody uh, watching this to understand is that so much of what we tell ourselves about what we can or cannot accomplish has to do with our own mindset. And if we haven't seen other people like ourselves excelling in the role, or if we're basically navigating a new path and we don't have anybody to follow, what are the kinds of things that we have to do within ourselves 
in order to gain that confidence. So Charity, I want to talk just a little more and go deeper into that because I so related to your story. Uh, and when we talked, when I realized you hadn't taken your Series 7 ex exam and that you were intimidated by it, you know, I shared with you my own experience. And so I want the audience to understand that this was a very, very difficult exam. You were a receptionist. You couldn't study all the time like many brokers when they come in as trainees. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what the belief system, the belief change that you had to make in order to be able to exceed and, and study and do what you needed to do to pass that exam? Um, I would definitely say it was a family affair. I mean, I, I had a young daughter at the time. She, she was, I think, in first grade or kindergarten or first grade. And I wanted to be, um, you know, not just a mother in, in, in name, title only, but really actively in her life. But I needed help. My family, my parents, um, they were taking her to other events and things of that nature so that I could study after work. Uh, it's really about creating uh, a community that's going to help you be successful no, no matter who it is. If it wasn't family, I know that there would be friends or whoever to, to help me. Um, we talked about it. Yes, you gave me the confidence to know it's going to be hard, but you can do it. And I think that putting what, using what you have. What I had was family. I had just uh, graduated from school, so I did have study habits but I had never done something cumulative. So that was what was difficult for me. So I used what I had, my sister's in education. She's the, she has the grand ability to take a lot of information and break it down even more than what was um, in the books. So she would say, this week, Charity, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And that's what I studied that day. And I had a mantra for myself. I need to study diligently, um, retain excellently, and pass exceptionally this exam to the best of my ability. Oh, you've got to repeat that. You have got to repeat that because you are, you just gave a, a really important aspect of mindset and that is mantras and really having belief in yourself. So just for a minute, Charity, if you could just repeat that. Okay, I had to study diligently, retain excellently and pass exceptionally. That's what was written it was written on my mirror to my uh, in my car on a book that I had a daily devotional that I read every day wherever I was looking that's where I saw it to know that it is possible and oh, I had a what? support system of people telling me that you can do it you can do it and I sometimes if you that. don't have a support system you have to tell yourself you have to look <laughs> in the mirror and say I can do it I love it I love it charity you are sharing mindset and the importance of it. And so that's what our, I want our audience to understand why mindset, the framework of mindset strategy and execution is so, so important because before you can really take the next step, it really begins in the mind with your belief system and what you just had heard Charity saying that is she had to make the shift from just relying on that mindset shift that says that you can do it all on your own that belief that you're supposed to do it on your own, make that shift to, hey, I know that in order for me to take it to the next level, I'm gonna have to change my belief and really ask for help. We'll be right back.
Let's be honest. As successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. Welcome back, everybody. Is this not an awesome conversation or what? You heard from Charity Davis talking about the mindset shifts that she had to make to really allow herself to accelerate her career and her financial growth. And so now we want to talk a little bit about the framework, mindset, strategy, execution, but now we're going to double click on strategy. So with that in mind, Charity, you you talked about um, some of the things that you needed to do in order to uh, uh, take advantage specifically of the opportunities that you had. So I want people to really understand the process. So when you thought about strategies for taking your exam and strategies for, um, you know, being able to make more income, let's talk about some of the specific steps that you took, uh, that, that you thought about you would need to take, if you will, in order to achieve some of your goals. Okay. So, um, specific strategies, I, I would say definitely just using what I had. Um, I had the ability, my parents instilled in me to work hard. I work hard in whatever is put in front of me to give my very best to the Lord. And so in doing that, like I said, I was the receptionist, but my manager noticed, wow, this, this lady is not just the receptionist. She's putting forth effort. She works hard. And so I was in that position for only, I think maybe less than a month or a little bit over a month. And then he said, hey, what about this uh, sales assistant position? Now, now you do need to get registered, but I really want you to, um, to, to take on this role. I think it'd be good for you. And accepted it. And along with it, accepting that, I received a, a, an increase in pay to uh, take on that position. And so it was, for me, just doing what I knew to do, work hard, and then be in conversation with those people that that see the gifts that are in you in you already. I was already connecting with you. I know that I had multiple emails going back and forth with you telling you, well, this is what this is what they're offering. This is my next step. This is my next thing. And you're saying, okay, Charity, uh, what are you going to do? I need you to be focused. I need you to. And you always required me to put action with something that you said. You said, I'll tell you to do this. And then I, I was always... Uh, made sure that I replied back to you with, this is what I've done now. So it wasn't a lip service, it was action. Like, this is what I'm going to do now. So I think um, you said change in mind. Mind is uh, believing that I can. Uh, my pastor had preached this word once that I, I, he I held on to, which was, I can, I will, I must. I can, I will, I must. And so that was in my, my, um, in my mind to know that I can do the next level of this job to be uh, a sales assistant and I can, I will, I must get registered so that that can help increase my pay as well. And staying in constant communication and in my ear hearing you telling me I can, giving me tasks to achieve. It was just those step-by-step, step-by-step um, um, instruction and making sure that I 
did what you required me to do for that month or whatever that was. Well, you know what, Charity, you said uh, uh, you, you dropped a lot of gems and I hope our audience is listening. But something really interesting that I want people to understand that I mentioned off the top of this program was some of you are sitting back and you're waiting to be tapped on the shoulder. Now, you could do a very good job and you could work really hard, which certainly Charity is conveying that she did. But there is one other aspect to it. And that really is you taking ownership. So what I want, uh, and, and we're talking about strategy, but specifically, Charity, I want you to share with the audience just about, even though you were sitting there as a receptionist, uh, that you were taking ownership. And so how did you actually convey to people that you were uh, that you were ambitious and that you were looking to, to go to the next level. How did you take ownership of that? That did start with conversations. Uh, I had a, I had an excellent relationship with my manager and I think he knew uh, managers are, um, they think in terms of um, being visionaries so he didn't hire me, I don't believe, just to, to be the receptionist. He saw something in me then, but he had to find out, well, what, what do you want to pursue? And we had conversations about it. And so I wasn't afraid to say that, I, you know, I'm thankful for this position that I have right now, but this isn't my final destination. And I think I was not afraid to tell him that. And we had, I was honest about, you know, wanting to advance, advance my career, knowing that I, I needed to. And, but also I did the research, what do I need in order to, to get to where I want to go? I did, I looked it up online and, and different places to see what are some of the things I need to be doing now. And also learning, seeing what the next position, their uh, job criteria, how can I do some of those things right now so that they can see she's already doing this. Oh, she's already doing that too. Oh, she's already doing this. So then it was, well, you're already doing the work. Let's go ahead and give you the money and the title. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we're so grateful that you came on Get Wealthy and shared your story with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Charity. When we come back, I want you to know the three things that you want to take away from today's show so that you can really apply what you're learning. We'll be right back. Let's be honest. As successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. So welcome back. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and we're getting wealthy. So here's what I want you to know. Here are the three takeaways, the three things that you need to know from our conversation around making your shift from earner to owner and all the nuggets that Charity shared. First, you got to take ownership of your success. Do you see how Charity did that? Really looking for opportunities and conveying to the people around her 
that she wanted more opportunity and to earn more money. Secondly, sometimes it requires you to move to opportunity. So do not think by staying in a role a long time that that's going to be your financial promised land. No, you've got to be willing to upgrade your skills. And then finally, and this is something that I all want you to understand, is that you've got to focus on increasing your network. And when you do that, you make better financial decisions. If you're investing in that 401k, if you're buying that home, you're turning your income into assets. And that's what it's all about. So we're all done for now. I can't wait for you to uh, hear what we've got coming up next. That's going to do it for me. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach. Thanks for joining us on Get Wealthy.